Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning at 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve Backintosh. We have a clear sky and 41 degrees. President Biden says he needs Congress to give him authority to shut down the border. An emerging agreement in the Senate would provide the president the powers to shut down the border, he says, if it becomes overwhelmed. They're working through the text, right? The Senate is working through the text on what that looks like, how that is defined. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre says a border deal would also change immigration policy and provide new funding for border agents and asylum courts. But House Speaker Mike Johnson says no new law is necessary, and President Biden could use executive action now to limit asylum claims and expand detentions and deportations. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Wichita police believe a teen was shot and killed by his mother during a standoff with officers. Progress is being made in the case of a stolen statue of Jackie Robinson from McAdams Park in northeast Wichita. Police announced Monday that they found the truck they believe was used to remove the statue and drive off with it. While the statue was not yet uh, has not yet been recovered, a $5,000 reward is being offered for the statue's return. A $2,500 reward is being offered for information leading to its recovery. A woman was hospitalized following a fire in Hayesville Monday morning when a fire began in the basement of the home and spread to the first floor near 79th Street South and Broadway. The woman was unable to get out and remained in the garage until help arrived. She was treated for smoke inhalation. The fire caused $150,000 in damage. The cause has not been released. The second of two Arkansas inmates who escaped state prison custody last week has been recaptured. Jetonia Bryant, who was being held at an adult detention center in Pine Bluff on probable cause for capital murder, was caught as he walked in an area southeast of Little Rock. The Jefferson County Sheriff's Office said Bryant surrendered willingly. Bryant and Noah Roush were discovered missing last Monday. Roush, who was detained on probable cause for burglary, was caught three days later. They are both back at the Pine Bluff facility. Further investigation shows a poor head count may mean the two men were gone up to a day and a half before they were discovered missing. Police say they will charge anyone who helped the men get away. Gernal Scott, Fox News. The man who pleaded guilty to releasing former President Trump's tax returns to the media has been sentenced to five years in prison. 
Former IRS contractor Charles Littlejohn apologized in court, saying he wanted to show how little the wealthy paid in tax. He was sentenced to five years in prison after pleading guilty to one count of unauthorized release of tax returns. Though thousands of other documents were released, other than former President Trump's taxes, including Florida Republican Senator Rick Scott's, he said outside court they were targeted because they were conservative and wealthy. In a broad sense, every American is a victim here. Why? Because this case is part of the ongoing and dangerous corruption of the justice system at the federal level. The federal judge said a little John attacked democracy when he targeted a sitting president and that she had no words over the fact that he was charged with just one count. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Construction is underway on the new Biomed Center in downtown Wichita. Mayor Lily Wu sees new opportunities on the horizon for Wichita. Not too long ago, you saw the renderings of that new biomedical center between KU, WSU, and WSU Tech. And I think that that excites people. And I hope that that also excites young people to choose to be in Wichita um, and that they can see their path forward with education and the different educational options. So, again, another way to help young people and um, really all people with uh, opportunities. Who commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stephen Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock. Four, three, two. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS, 6.09 now, nine minutes past six o'clock here on this Tuesday morning, 37 degrees. President Biden heads to Florida today, though he's not expected to make public appearances. President Biden will fly to South Florida today for what the White House says will be two campaign-related receptions. One will be in Miami, and the other will take place in Palm Beach, not far from former President Donald Trump's home at the Mar-a-Lago Club. Both the former president and Republican Nikki Haley will be making appearances at GOP fundraisers in Palm Beach this week as well. The next big contest for Republicans is set for Haley's home state of South Carolina on February 24th, Florida's primary is scheduled for mid-March. In Broward County, Florida, Eben Brown, Fox News. Five people have been arrested for what officials say is a marijuana-related massacre in the Mojave Desert. Sergeant Michael Warwick of the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Office reveals five men between the ages of 24 and 34 are in custody for the fatal shootings of six people stemming from a dispute over marijuana. They are currently in custody with no bail, pending a review of the case from the San Bernardino County District Attorney's Office. Four of the six victims who are between 22 and 45 years old have been identified. Their bodies found in the desert north of Los Angeles. I can confirm all victims had apparent fatal gunshot injuries. Additionally, four of the six were burned at the location by the suspects. Adding officials have recovered evidence, including eight firearms, which are being processed. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Authorities carried out a weapons bust on two brothers in a Queens, New York apartment. Fox's Ashley Rodriguez has a story. Nine IED bombs, AR-15s, 9mm semi-auto pistols, an AK-47, some loaded, unloaded, and under construction. Over 600 rounds of ammo, three sets of body armor, 29 high-capacity magazines, tools to assemble ghost guns, and one 3D printer to make them. Queens DA Melinda Katz says inside 39-year-old Andrew and 51-year-old Angelo Haziagelis' Astoria apartment was not only this arsenal, but notebooks with bomb-making instructions, a hit list targeting cops, judges, politicians, and celebrities, anarchist propaganda, and a pentagram. 
The suspects have been taken into custody and face 130 counts, including criminal possession of weapons. Super Bowl ticket prices are hitting record highs on at least one secondary market site. The average price early Monday on TickPick was more than $9,800. That's almost double from last year's $5,800 figure. The previous record was $7,000 three years ago, but that game was limited to one-third seating capacity in Tampa, Florida due to COVID-19 restrictions. StubHub reported its average ticket price was $9,300. That's slightly less than one year ago for the Rams-Bengals matchup in Inglewood, California. The lowest price ticket on StubHub was $6,500. The Kansas City Chiefs meet the San Francisco 49ers February 11th in Las Vegas. Bob Mortali, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 612, 12 minutes past 6 o'clock. This morning, things in traffic looking pretty good so far. Maybe the exception of the gasoline prices, because it does look like some of those stations that were and have been for several weeks now lower than the uh, average price around town have started to creep up towards that high end average. Uh, 279 a gallon starting to be very common all over the city now so that's kind of where the the prices sit right now 279 a gallon traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 knss i'm jad chambers now the forecast with knss staff meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A weak cool front moved through last night, and that brought us a light northwest wind. Yesterday, we hit 68 in Wichita. Today, slightly cooler with a high 61. Mostly clear overnight. Cello in the mid to upper 30s. Then breezy on Wednesday, warming right back to 66. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now a clear sky. Northwest wind at 7 miles per hour. 37 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station. 98 7 and 13 30. KNSS. 613 here on this Tuesday morning, January 30th, 2024. On this date in 1968, the Tet Offensive began during the Vietnam War as communist forces launched surprise attacks against South Vietnamese towns and cities. And at the end of the, the uh, that offensive, it appeared, according to my study of history, it appeared that we had just pretty much kicked the hell out of the North Vietnamese. But we didn't know it, and we didn't follow up. Uh, that's what I got. Anyway, uh, the Tet Offensive, 1968. Toyota and General Motors telling owners of about 61,000 older Corolla, Matrix, RAV4, and Pontiac Vibe models to stop driving them because their Takata airbag inflators are at risk of exploding and hurling shrapnel. The urgent warning Monday covers certain Corolla compact cars and Matrix hatchbacks from the 2003 and 2004 model years, as well as the RAV4 and small SUV, uh, small SUV from 2004 and 2005. So this is going back, back a few years. Also covered are about 11,000 Pontiac Vibes from 2004, 3,000, excuse me, from 2003 and 2004, which are essentially the same as the Matrix and were made at the same California factory. Most of the vehicles are in the U.S. Both companies said owners should contact a local dealer instead of a Driving the cars in for repairs, dealers will provide options such as uh, mobile repair, towing the car to a dealer, or vehicle pickup and delivery. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hey. So you don't have a 2004 Pontiac Vibe, do you? No. no. Okay. Don't see many of those. I had a 2001 yeah. Pontiac Sunfire. Yeah. These, uh, don't see, yeah, I remember that one. But, uh, yeah, the, the Takata so what's the, airbag. What's the problem after 20 years? The Takata airbag. Oh, man. You know, if they hit somebody and have a direct, then shrapnel could come out and explode. So 
Uh, so there's a danger there. Okay. All right. Uh, first, there were cafes that allowed pets. Right. Then came cat cafes. Right. Where lattes took second place to feline interaction. The latest craze in Japan, the pig cafe. One software engineer describes the experience as very relaxing and enjoyable. The pigs are surprisingly quiet, although they do they do snort now and then. Well, of course they do. <laughs> they Most do. places I go these days, somebody, there's a human being snorting somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But do they have a flat nose? They don't like to be alone, making for great companionship. Unlike the stereotype, they're very clean and they don't smell. And they're intelligent. Customers, animals. Yeah, customers pay about 2,200 yen, 15 bucks for the first 30 minutes in the company of the pigs. A reservation is required. Mm. Dining with pigs. There are so many un- yeah, we should get in on this. unspoken lines there. But I want to try to start on that. <laughs> one, one concerns my brother-in-law. But anyway, there you go. Dining with pigs. That's, a, that's the craze in Japan right now, Ted. Yeah. I've dined with pigs often in my life. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Get Sausage in. and bacon. <laughs> Get a buffet. 616, Steve and Ted, KNSS. And uh, it is, uh, again, it's one of these. I'm looking at uh, last week's high on this date, and I had that in front of me. I think last week's high temperature on this date was 33 degrees. (laughs) And that was last Tuesday. And this Tuesday, we're looking at 58 after a high of 68 yesterday. Yeah. My goodness gracious. They were all on TV last night talking about, oh, spring is here. I thought. Hey, you just better not not crow too quick because we haven't got to February. And goodness knows we can get real cold around here in February. We get real cold in here in March. Yeah. I mean, in May. Okay. Remember remember those Riverfest nights in yeah. May when it was just bone cold? You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. Don't start crowing Until about Until you get past Mother's Day, you better not. You better enjoy every spring day that comes Fourth, your way. Fourth of July. <laughs> well, I, what did I see? The. Yesterday's high temperature was the what it, it usually is on April twelfth. Okay, so, well, that was nice. I can tell yesterday you, yesterday was a great day. That was a very very nice day. That's all I can say. Six eighteen, Steve at ten in the morning here on KNSS. Uh, time for leadoff sports this morning with uh, Ted Woodward. Ted, and tonight is the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show, hosted by the play by play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtus. That'll be at six o'clock tonight. And that's over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Could be a good addition of the show tonight. Of course, the Chiefs are conference champions again and heading to the Super Bowl for the fourth time in five years. A lot of good things to talk about tonight on the Chiefs Kingdom Show. Once again, 6 o'clock on KFH. Hey, the Super Bowl is 12 days away. The Kansas City Chiefs will be missing an important part of their defense for Super Bowl 58 as defensive end Charles Amenehu suffered a torn ACL on Sunday's AFC Championship win over the Baltimore Ravens. The injury will deprive Amenehu of a chance to square off against the San Francisco 49ers, for whom he played the 2021 and 2022 seasons before he joined the Chiefs. Though he missed the first six games of the season due to an NFL suspension, Amenehu had a career-high seven sacks and a strip sack of Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson in Sunday's game before he suffered his injury. It's another key blow to Kansas City's defensive line as they played the AFC title game without starting defensive tackle Derek Noddy, who will also miss the Super Bowl after being placed on injured reserve. Before Sunday's AFC Championship, a pregame exchange between Ravens kicker Justin Tucker and Chiefs star Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey went viral. Mahomes and Kelsey appeared to take issue with Tucker warming up on the same side of the field as the Chiefs. However, Tucker downplayed the incident after the game. He called it gamesmanship and all in good fun. 
video of the exchange showed Mahomes repeatedly kicking Tucker's ball holder out of his way and Kelsey tossing Tucker's helmet aside. Said Justin Tucker, I'm totally willing to let it all go, but I just wanted to explain that that's just what I've done for 12 years, and it's not like I'm out there trying to be problematic. I'm Jared Max. Get more on the Fox Sports app and foxsports.com. There you go. I'm sorry. I was editing something right there, and I, I wasn't paying attention. What were they upset about? Uh, the Ravens kicker was warming up on the chief side of the field, and there were, I think there were some words exchanged between him and Mahomes. Get out of here. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. <laughs> All right. Hey, we have college men's basketball tonight. Uh, Kansas State is home in Manhattan, hosting 23rd-ranked Oklahoma. Both teams are coming off back-to-back losses, so both want to get back in the win column there. The only meeting this season, and it's the last-ever regular season matchup between these two, Oklahoma leaving the conference. Fifth most played rivalry in K-State history. They've been playing for 97 consecutive seasons, and probably it will come to an end. After this, after tonight. I think so, huh? K-State is tied for fourth place in the Big 12 Conference. 10-1 and one on home court this season. A three-and-a-half-point favorite. K-State hosting 23rd-ranked Oklahoma. 7 o'clock tonight. Listen to that live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Basketball in Lawrence tonight. Eighth-ranked Kansas hosting Oklahoma State. KU has a 15-game home court winning streak. And the Jayhawks are a 16-and-a-half-point favorite coming into tonight against the Cowboys. That'll tip off at 8 o'clock tonight in Lawrence, nationally televised on ESPN. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Houston Rockets win at home, beat the Los Angeles Lakers 135-119. to Starting at guard for the Rockets, former Wichita State shocker Fred Van Vliet. 14 assists last night for Fred. He is number 6 in the NBA this season, averaging 8.5 assists per game, and he got 14 last night. Rockets have won two of their last three the win over the Lakers. Rockets are one game behind for a playoff spot right now. And happy birthday today to a football great out of the state of Kansas, Nolan Cromwell. Oh, yeah. Is 69 today. Born in Smith Center. Played high school at Logan and Ransom High Schools. Then became a big football guy at KU. His first two years at KU, he was on defense. Then his last two years, he was a record-setting quarterback. Yeah. And it. Quite an athlete. Drafted in the second round by the Los Angeles Rams. Played his entire NFL career, all 11 years, with the Rams. He made the Pro Bowl four straight years in the early 1980s when he was at his peak. He was named to the 1980s All-Decade Team in the NFL for the 1980s. Football Digest named him the Defensive Back of the Year in the NFL for four straight years. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Uh, when he retired, he was the all-time leader for the Rams in interception return yardage. He's oh. in the Kansas Sports Hall of Fame. Great player. Yes, sir. Come out of the state of Kansas, out of Smith Center. Nolan Cromwell. It's his birthday. He is 69 today. Sports with Stephen Ted brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center. Proud to serve veterans that served our nation. Located in northeast Wichita, Bel Air Recovery Center improves the lives they touch. 622 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Your kitchen's influence on what you eat. That's coming up to Stephen Head in the morning on KNSS. Nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward. 630 on this Tuesday morning. 37 degrees. 
A nationwide trucker convoy heads to the southern border in protest of the record number of migrants illegally crossing into the U.S. from Mexico. The Take Our Border Back convoy, including hundreds of thousands of big trucks, spanning from Virginia Beach to Eagle Pass, Texas, with stops and rallies across the south, including border states. All organizers say to shed light on a migrant invasion, the dangers of an open border, and demands that all laws of the Constitution be upheld. Texas Republican Rep. Beth Van Dyne to the truckers. Bring those beautiful, huge semis, those 18-wheeler bad boys, down here to protect our border. The peaceful border convoy amid a standoff between the Biden administration and Texas over the state's efforts to limit migrants from entering illegally. Jeff Manasso. Fox News. A Sedgwick County Sheriff's supervisor has been arrested on multiple misdemeanor charges. Lieutenant Richard Gerdson was arrested by police in Mays, suspected of DUI. He's been relieved of duty pending the outcome of an internal investigation. Republican lawmakers are working to overturn a veto from Kansas Governor Laura Kelly on a flat tax bill. State Director of Americans for Prosperity, Elizabeth Patton, questions why the governor would deny taxpayers a tax cut. Every Kansan does not get a tax cut under her plan uh, and, and why she would be when everybody supports this from a bipartisan perspective, why she would dig in on this and deny Kansans a tax break is just beyond me. And it just shows me how out of touch she is on, on what this state really needs. Governor Kelly says the proposed flat tax favors the wealthy. Elizabeth Patton was a guest Sunday night on the John Whitmer show here on KNSS. Four people are dead, including a suspect. Florida police say shot and injured two officers. Palm Bay Police Chief Mariano Agello says officers were responding to a domestic disturbance at a home when 24-year-old Brandon Kappas opened fire, killing his grandfather and injuring two officers. Noting Kappas, who was killed by police on scene, had multiple rifles and handguns in a car. Unknown what his intentions were, to show up at his family's residence with this arsenal of weapons in the vehicle. Later, finding a retired priest and his sister fatally shot at another residence after tracking the registration of the vehicle Kappas used. Explaining they're working to identify a motive, noting one injured officer is being released from the hospital and another will be soon after a successful surgery. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. The outgoing head of the National Rifle Association continues his testimony at his civil fraud trial. NRA CEO Wayne LaPierre acknowledged Monday to wrongly expensing private flights for his family and accepting vacations from vendors doing business with the nonprofit without disclosing them. A Manhattan jury will decide if the outgoing NRA chief executive violated rules governing charities and nonprofits. The New York Attorney General sued the 74-year-old CEO and three co-defendants in 2020, claiming widespread misspending and self-enrichment. LaPierre's last day is Wednesday, after decades in charge of the influential gun rights group. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. Airlines are adding flights to their schedules for this year's Super Bowl with a special twist. Major airlines are getting in gear to shuttle passengers to and from Las Vegas, the site of this year's Super Bowl, featuring the Kansas City Chiefs and San Francisco 49ers. The carriers are adding flights from the team's respective cities and other major hubs. In addition, some airlines are announcing flight numbers that offer a nod to Taylor Swift, who is dating Kansas City tight end Travis Kelsey. United tells Fox Business Flight 2287 is a no 
to the favorite Chiefs power couple. The number is a combination of Kelsey's jersey number and one of Swift's songs. Also, American Airlines is adding two trips, Flight 1989, a nod to one of Swift's albums, and Flight 87, the number on Kelsey's jersey, according to Fox Sports. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Slightly cooler air has made its way into south-central Kansas. Still, though, we can expect some incredible weather for this time in late January. Sunny with a high 61 later on this afternoon. Clear tonight, Tarlow falls into the mid to upper 30s, then warming right back to 66 on Wednesday. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now a clear sky, northwest wind at 7 miles per hour. 37 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 6.35 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. It was the, uh, <coughs> excuse me, January 30th, and on this date in 1969, the Beatles staged an impromptu concert atop Apple headquarters in London. <coughs> Legendary me. day me. for the Beatles <coughs> in music you. history. Yeah, that was uh, the last public Their last live performance. performance. Yeah. Yeah. That was in a, public. 1969. Mm. The pilots of an And American- it was freezing. Was it? You see that in those movies and George's wife and Yoko, and they're all over there just huddled. huddled and it's mm. just because I don't think they were expecting it. They just kind of did it very yeah. spur of the moment. Yeah. Here we go. Have a, our own little concert. The pilots of an, an American Airlines plane taxied across the wrong runway last year in New York into the path of another jetliner that was taking off after the captain became distracted and confused about takeoff instructions. And the co-pilot lost track of their plane's location, according to documents released Monday. Check the victor vector. What's going on in that cockpit? Clearance, Clarence. Yeah. Disaster was averted because an air traffic controller, using an expletive, shouted at pilots of the other plane, a Delta Airlines oh, flight, boy. to abort their takeoff. National Transportation Safety Board released the documents related to this investigation of the January thirteenth, 2023 incident at John F. Kennedy International Airport. Investigation is continuing. Board said it was not yet determined a probable cause of the close call. Maybe both of those, the pilot and the, and the co-pilot, maybe both of them were, were texting at the time. What do you think, Ted? I don't think we want to know how many close calls there actually are. No. No, sir. Tony Romeo, former Air Force officer and founder of Deep Sea Vision, believes he just might have made the discovery of a lifetime. Romeo has spent more than $11 million searching for Amelia Earhart's Lockheed 10E Electra, which disappeared during her infamous doomed 1937 flight around the globe. He recently returned from a 100-day voyage with sonar images of what could be Earhart's lost, lost, long-lost plane resting, listen to this, 16,500 feet below the Pacific Ocean near Howland Island. 16,000 feet. How many miles is that? Five and th- more than three miles down. Yeah. So how would you ever find it unless you had special? Unless you had $11 million. Yeah. To, to... You want to go into. Well, if he finds it, it's going to be, there's going to be a, an interesting thing, I think. Uh, there's more on this at our, our webpage, knssradio.com. I want to check it out. Of course, we get stuff like this about every year. Or two. Yeah. Somebody finds some a pop strange bottle. photograph or a piece of metal. <laughs> yeah. or now this guy, is, he's the latest claimant to, well, I think this is it. Yeah, but he, he apparently does this for a living. He's around looking for things in the ocean. So maybe he knows something. Maybe. He's got one of those little submarines that goes down in there. Coming up an hour from now, we're going to check in with Sedgwick County Commission Chair Ryan Beatty, as we do every Tuesday morning here with Steve and Ted.
Time for the KNSS Commodities Update now with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. Last week, the five area feed yard sold 69,600 head of cattle in the cash market. Kansas sold over 14,000 with the average steer price 174.21. That was up a dollar 16 from the previous week, the highest price paid since the week ending December 1st. Now, Monday, the cattle complex had two-sided trading with all contracts making new highs for the current move to the upside, then closing negative. Now, Wednesday at 2 p.m. is the cattle inventory report and Lean hogs yesterday traded mixed but closed slightly positive. On the close, April live cattle 45 cents lower, 181.22. March feeders a dollar seven lower, 238.62. And April lean hogs 17 cents higher at 83.42. The wheat, corn, and soybean futures all traded lower and closed negative Monday. Most of the fresh news was price negative yesterday. Managed money continues to add to more short positions in the market. And yesterday, winter wheat condition updates showed. Kansas good to excellent at 54%, that's up 11 points. Oklahoma 63%, that was down 4 points. And Texas at 42%, good to excellent, up 2 points. Now overnight additional selling has pushed the grains to more new lows for the current slide. At the moment, March Casey wheat's down six and a quarter cents at six dollars and twelve cents. March corn down three and three quarters at four thirty-six and a half. And March soybeans down two and three quarters at eleven ninety-one and a half. March crude oil trading fifty-two cents lower at seventy-six dollars twenty-six cents. April gold seven dollars sixty cents higher at two thousand fifty-two twenty. The March S and P eight and a quarter points lower at 4946 and a quarter March dollar index 18 cents lower at $103.24 and March Dow Jones future 74 points lower at 38413 for commodity trading ag marketing or managed trading programs contact left for commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM Tom you've undoubtedly heard about uh, cafes that cater to letting pets in like cats uh Things like that, where the cats actually become more important than the food. We have a story now this morning out of Japan with the latest trend is eating with pigs. What is, what is, that's right. Apparently, they're very, apparently these pigs in the, in the cafe are very clean and uh, don't make them a lot of noise. And they really like, they really like people. They like to be around people. So, what do you think about that? Uh, I think we've got a world that's starting to put more emphasis on the priority of animals than we do human beings. <laughs> you mean you think animals are more important than human beings? Some people think that. Oh, I, I personally I, do not. I, I don't either. I mean, I had a couple of pets that I was really fond of, but I don't know. Dining with pigs? Mm, yeah. Do they have to have a place over in the corner where there's a, you know, a big mud bath and, and, and a bunch of uh, <laughs> like eggshells and stuff like that, I wonder? Probably not. It's hard to say. Yeah, I don't know who comes up with these ideas, and it's hard to imagine they find people that want to use it. I'm sure these are those little tiny, those little pigs. What do they call them, Ted? Small pigs. Not the big hogs and porkers we see on a Kansas farm. But uh, anyway. What You're talking you... about the pot belly pigs. Yeah, pot belly, yeah. I wondered, though, if you go into a Japanese restaurant and, you, and the pigs are there and you say, I'll have, uh, let's see, let me have some eggs and bacon and then maybe a, ham, a slice of ham on the side. I wonder if you get any dirty looks. Well, it's probably not allowed because they're afraid you offend your pig. Oh, yeah. We wouldn't want to do that. All right. That's thank right. You, thank you, Tom. 6.42, Stephen Ted of the morning here. Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities coming up. Don Graham, CFP, the money tracker. Money may be able to buy happiness.
Oh, tell me more. Let's find out. Coming up with Steve and Ted on KNSS. Steve and Ted in the morning, 648 here on this Tuesday morning. Three big things. Three. Super Bowl ticket prices up to $9,800. Two. Police have found the stolen truck that carried off the Jackie Robinson statue in North Wichita. One. Woman shot by police in West Wichita had allegedly shot and killed her 14-year-old son. Three big things. Steve and Ted on KNSS. Traffic volumes in the Wichita area starting to get heavier, really not seeing too many problems so far in the Wichita area. Uh, The traffic conditions looking good out there. Uh, The bad thing is the gasoline prices that we're seeing in the Wichita area this morning. $2.79 a gallon yesterday's high-end price seems to be more common out there this morning. So some of those prices getting up towards what had been the uh, just the high end of the gasoline prices at $2.79. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS is brought to you by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Now they've got two convenient locations, downtown at Market and Waterman and 47th Street South and Broadway in the former Kmart building. You can see it all at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. Sunny today with a high of 58 degrees, mostly clear tonight, the overnight low 32. And then for tomorrow, Wednesday, sunny, tomorrow's high. 63 degrees. Now clear sky. Northwest wind at 7 miles per hour. 37 degrees at Wichita's Severe Weather Station. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Whiskey lovers, go to the Monarch for nightcap specials every day from 10 till midnight. Get half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. A 600-page report outlines law enforcement pitfalls while responding to one of the nation's most deadly mass shootings. This is Fox on Justice. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland was in Uvalde, Texas, to release the DOJ's critical incident review findings into the May 2022 shooting at Robb Elementary School, where a crazed gunman killed 19 students and two teachers. The nearly 600-page report outlines law enforcement failures that day and makes recommendations moving forward on how police across the country can better train and prepare for mass shootings. Garland says the biggest mistake was made by the incident commander, then school district police chief Pete Arredondo, who treated the situation as a barricaded subject instead of an active shooter. Had law enforcement agencies followed generally accepted practices in an active shooter situation and gone right after the shooter to stop him, lives would have been saved. Family members of the victims say while the report is important, they're still calling for people to be criminally held accountable for their errors that day. Casey Stiegel, Fox News. Wall Street traders anticipated big tech earnings Monday. The major averages kicking off the week in the green with the Dow and S&P 500 notching all-time highs. This week, investors are awaiting a barrage of earnings reports. Tech stocks were among the gainers today while energy lagged and shares of Amazon rose 1% after the e-commerce giant called off its purchase of iRobot, blaming it on regulatory hurdles. Now that the deal has been nixed, the maker of the Roomba vacuum also announced the departure of its CEO and said it would lay off over 30% of its staff. The Dow winners, Microsoft sell 
Salesforce and Visa, the Dow Decliners, Home Depot, Chevron, and American Express. The Dow up 224 points, the NASDAQ up 173, S&P 500 up 37. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Is it possible for money to buy happiness? Well, let's find out from Don Grant, CFP, the Money Tracker. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Steve and Ted. You know, we've all heard it before. Money can't buy happiness. Really? Well, isn't it usually us without a gazillion dollars who who will say that? Now, I hate to perpetuate a false statement, but the Harvard Business School study shows that there is truth that some money can bring degrees of happiness. Well, let's first examine happiness. The thought of lavish dinners, first-class world travel, and champagne bubble baths may create an image of a happy, carefree lifestyle. That's not what defines happiness. There are plenty of screwed-up, hopeless people who live that life. I accept the fact that frivolous spending does not make a joyful person. Well, it's fun to spend on vapid pleasures uh, when we can't afford it, but is that happiness? The Harvard study shows that cash is key in another very important way when we have enough to cover the necessities. It could provide a level of control and tranquility because we know that we have a comfortable place to live, food, and enough to enjoy simple pleasures. Having enough money to buy ourselves out of a situation, like being stranded while traveling and purchasing a last-minute ticket home or a bigger emergency like an unplanned illness, can add to overall happiness. It's probably not right just to focus on happiness that money can bring. We're missing something that with that kind of thinking. Ponder all of the worries and the stress that we are freed from when we have enough money to cover our expenses and some small pleasures in life. The concept of stress reduction in everyday life is not something that just the poor face. Many Americans are much greater, you know, who have much greater wealth living on a very edge of their means have recently faced uh, from a jarring economy that we've just experienced. Inflation has cut into their lives, making it tough for the middle class income earners to sustain their lifestyles. Money may not buy happiness, but studies show it can buy down some stress. And of course, if you have any questions, you can give me a call over at Saber Wealth and those numbers 267-0600. Don, today is National Croissant Day. The, the buttery crescent-shaped rolls that are crispy on the outside and soft on the inside. The, the key to a perfect croissant is laminating the dough. You laminate the dough by folding butter into the mixture, creating multiple thin layers of butter and dough. Whoa. The result is mouth-watering, flaky, crushed, and hairy by the croissant. I like them. I had one, I had one a while ago. I ate one a while ago. So uh, there you go. Croissant. The, uh, Love Love me a croissant. A croissant sandwich. You'd like I think to, you just wanted to say laminate the dough multiple times the dough. in the air this morning. <laughs> and you did. Got it done. You know, they, you know, QT over here, I used to go in there and drop in there and buy a uh, croissant for Ted and me. I stopped doing it. Uh, they, they, they do a good one, but it's all, always sausage. I want one with some bacon on it. Why do I have to go for that? Ah. They don't have them at QT. Write a letter to Quick Trip. Well, I said something to the manager there that day, and he looked at me like I was an idiot, so I left. <laughs> Which, I get that look a lot, though, you know. But that's yeah. All right, croissant. You've been to France. Did you, did you eat one over there? 
I, I, I have been to France, and I love love croissant. <laughs> Any place that makes them properly, what's maddening to me is when they don't make them with real butter. You look at them and you say, oh, those look really good, and you try it, and, it's, and it tastes – it's made out of some vegetable – oil or something and it's just it's just you know they're trying to save a little little money if you're going to get a croissant it's got to be buttery it's got to mm-hmm. be flaky it's got to be made out of the right stuff yeah you know what i say to that don't you pinky pinky, pinky. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay all right partner have a good one if you can't get one of those get, get get a good old chocolate donut and we'll see you tomorrow morning, okay? All right, we'll see you then. 6.56 now, coming up 7 o'clock, top of the hour news this morning. President Biden and Congress haggling over border policy. And some progress reported in the stolen Robinson statue case. That's coming up, Steve, at 10 of the morning here on KNSS. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. President Biden and Congress haggling over border policy. We have the story. A Wichita teen allegedly killed by his mother has been identified. I'm Dan O'Neill. Progress reported in the stolen Robinson statue case. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. A weak cool front moved through last night that will drop temperatures a bit today, but still warming well above average for this time of year. Our complete forecast and what to expect is coming up. President Biden is facing calls to federalize members of Texas National Guard as the federal government continues to oppose Texas Governor Greg Abbott over who controls the state's southern border. Governor Abbott commented on Fox's Hannity. If Joe Biden federalizes our National Guard, that would be the biggest political blunder that he could make. And that's why I think he will not do it. That said, of course, I am prepared in the event that they do make such a blunder to make sure that Texas will be able to continue to secure our border. The Supreme Court recently ruled a federal officers were allowed to remove the razor barbed wire lining Texas border fencing. The FBI says hate crimes are going up sharply in the last six years. Perhaps most disturbing... 10% of the hate crimes happened between students on school campuses and not just at colleges. In fact, more hate crimes were recorded in K-12 schools than at colleges or universities. But the most common location was at homes, others on highways and roads. The FBI says hate crimes have been rising each of the past five years. Gary Baumgarten. Fox News. Wichita police believe a teen was shot and killed by his mother during a standoff with officers. It began around 6 Sunday night in the 8400 block of West Central near Tyler when police officers responded to a welfare check on a teenage boy. Officers found a 43-year-old woman allegedly holding a gun and SWAT officers were then called to negotiate. That process went on for about five hours as they made numerous attempts to have her drop the weapon. After the woman made aggressive moves with the gun, SWAT officers fired two shots, striking the woman. She was transported to an area hospital in critical condition. Officers searched the home and found the boy, identified as 14-year-old Claude Hodges, dead in a bedroom from a gunshot wound. The KBI is looking into the officer-involved shooting, at the request of the Wichita Police Department and Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office. 
Wichita police are investigating the boy's homicide. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Progress is being made in the case of a stolen statue of Jackie Robinson from Wichita's McAdams Park in northeast Wichita. Police announcing yesterday that they found the truck that they believe was used to remove the statue and drive off with it. The statue has not yet been recovered, but a $5,000 reward is being offered for the statue's return, and a $2,500 reward is being offered for information leading to its recovery. A woman was hospitalized following a fire in Hayesville Monday morning when the blaze began in the basement of the home and then spread to the first floor near 79th Street South and Broadway. The woman was unable to get out and remained in the garage until help arrived. She was treated for smoke inhalation. Fire caused $150,000 in damage. No cause has been released. The second of two Arkansas inmates who escaped state prison custody last week now recaptured. Jatonia Bryant, who was being held at an adult detention center in Pine Bluff on probable cause for capital murder, was caught as he walked in an area southeast of Little Rock. The Jefferson County Sheriff's Office said Bryant surrendered willingly. Bryant and Noah Roush were discovered missing last Monday. Roush, who was detained on probable cause for burglary, was caught three days later. They are both back at the Pine Bluff facility. Further investigation shows a poor headcount may mean the two men were gone up to a day and a half before they were discovered missing. Police say they will charge anyone who helped the men get away. Gernal Scott, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7.05, five minutes past 7 o'clock. College basketball tonight. K-State and KU are both home. We'll preview those coming up in sports. A Wisconsin babysitter is accused of killing the family dog. That story and more just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now 7.09, nine minutes past 7 o'clock. The city of Wichita is planning to remove a number of trees from along Museum Boulevard. The trees have been slated for removal from the beginning of the water treatment facility project. city says they will remove as few trees as possible and replant uh, more trees than the ones being removed. The museum will remain open, but work will also be done in some of the museum parking lots. For now, there will be no new criminal trial for a convicted South Carolina murderer, Alex Murdoch, because of a client's comments. Judge Jean Toll's decision cut two ways for defense attorney Dick Harputlian. No new trial, but to Colleton County Court Clerk Rebecca Hill's denial of jury influence. Judge Toll found Becky Hill to be a liar. In her Monday ruling, the judge said she believed Hill, who wrote about the trial, told others... Her desire for a guilty verdict because it would sell books. But attorney Eric Bland, who represents five jurors, said the conviction of Murdoch was not coerced, but correct. Our state supports this verdict. You saw how hard the state fought to keep this verdict. The defense will appeal. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Disney World, not the happiest place on earth for a South Carolina man staying at the Florida resort. John Monroe is accused of drunkenly slapping a host at a Walt Disney restaurant three times in the forehead after she didn't seat him due to the restaurant's dress code. An arrest affidavit says Monroe showed up at the eatery dressed in a bathing suit and T-shirt. That violates the business's dress code, but it wasn't just Monroe's attire. The affidavit also says another member of his party told the hostess, please don't allow him to sit with us. He's really drunk, underdressed. It's my birthday, and I'm embarrassed. 
Monroe himself is no stranger to luxury hotels. He's a sales and marketing executive at the prestigious Sea Pines Resort in Hilton Head. Monroe has pleaded not guilty to battery. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. A babysitter in Wisconsin is accused of killing the family dog. An 18-year-old babysitter is facing up to four years in prison. She's accused of killing a family's chihuahua while watching a four-year-old girl in suburban Milwaukee. The family told investigators the dog named Batman had a possible stab wound and was found with a plastic bag on its head. Kylie Soneman is charged with one felony count of animal mistreatment using a dangerous weapon. She was barred from having unsupervised contact with animals and from babysitting during her first court appearance on Monday. Tom Graham, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 712, 12 minutes past 7 o'clock. Right now in traffic, we've got a uh, traffic accident. You want to avoid the area. This is Maple and Ridge. Uh, we also have... A medical emergency reported, and this is uh, pretty close to Pawnee and Rock Road. Uh, we've got uh, fire crews and uh, ambulance crews on the scene there. Again, that's uh, at Pawnee and Rock. You may see a slowdown there. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the KSN Storm Trackers Forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How you guys doing? We're doing very well. Very warm. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Yesterday, 68 degrees officially. A few degrees shy of that record high of 71. But yes, you know, very, very warm out there. I mentioned to my co-anchors, Eddie and Alexis, earlier this morning, I had to step outside shortly after getting home from work. Shorts, t-shirt. I was completely fine. So I know somebody broke out the tank top yesterday afternoon. And if, I'm sure a lot of people are going to agree with this, but if you are a fan of this uh, this nice weather, we do have more of it on the way. We're just going to keep rolling uh, through these pleasant conditions as we go throughout much of the rest of the week. So just sit back, relax, and at least take some time to get outside and get some fresh air while things are uh, very, very nice out there. We'll be at a, a high of 59 today. Now, it's not going to be as warm as yesterday. Weak cold front came through, effectively shaving off just a few degrees off our high temperatures, but 59, still uh, nearly 15 degrees above the norm for this time of year. And with the sunshine that we're going to see once more, with those winds being pretty light, that's what's going to make for a pretty nice Tuesday ahead. We'll stay clear tonight, dropping down to around freezing with a light northwest wind, switching back out of the southwest uh, by late tonight and tomorrow. And this is what's going to send our high temperatures back up into the middle 60s for our Wednesday under mostly sunny skies. By Thursday, also looks like a high in the middle 60s of 66 degrees. A few more clouds starting to move in. Uh, smoke signals when it comes to a sign, uh, a sign or a signal of our next system on the way. We'll stay dry for Thursday, though. And then by the time we get into our Friday, more clouds building in, leading to a 10% chance of rain. Still pretty mild out there temperature-wise with a high of 62, but by Friday night and then heading into Saturday, still looks like some rain showers looking like a pretty good bet. Now, over the weekend, with showers lingering through Sunday as well, it does look like our overnight and early morning low temperatures should stay above freezing, and especially as we uh, get into... uh the middle 50s on Saturday, high of 50 degrees on Sunday, especially our high temperatures continuing to remain above freezing. So this next system that's on the way looks like it's mainly going to be in the form of rain, most of which moving out by the time we get into our Monday. High temperatures bottoming out at 49, but even with that next cool down, 
upper 40s. Still not all that bad for this time of year, especially since we're about to get into February here pretty soon. Right now we're at 38 degrees, light northwest breeze, 9 miles an hour, wind chill of 32, so we'll still need those winter coats as we get ready to head out the door. But with skies in pretty good shape, that sunshine going to help us warm back up here pretty soon. All right. Thank you, Ronnell. The KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. 7.15, Stephen Head of the Morning here on KNSS on this Tuesday morning, January 30th, 2024. This is Stephen Shed's Stephen Ted Show number 6,599. Tomorrow, Ted, 6,600. How about that? How about that? And I've got an anniversary today. You got it. My first day at work at KNSS was 29 years ago today. Wow, 29 years years at a radio station. I've been on the air here for 29 years. unheard of, so congratulations. Thank you. Way to go. It's flown on by, hasn't it? (laughs) It sure has. Yeah, man. On this date in 2005, Iraqis voted in their country's first free election in a half century. President George W. Bush called the balloting a resounding success. Birthday today, Gene Hackman, 94 years old. There's a biggie. Five Oscar nominations. He's won two for The French Connection and Unforgiven. Uh, Yeah, one of my favorites. Oh, me too. I first saw him, and he was in uh, Bonnie and Clyde. He was was Buck Barrow, Mm -hmm. Clyde's brother. And I I thought, well, this guy's kind of different. I liked him then, so. And what? <laughs> Lex Luthor and Lex Luthor. Superman. <laughs> one of our favorites, oh, though. Oh, man. One of our favorites is in uh, Young Frankenstein, where he's. Oh, yeah. He had a cameo, an credited cameo in Young Frankenstein out there and he's, as the blind man. Yeah. He lights the monster's thumb on fire, among other things. He was, oh, that was really good. Your biggest one in your class. Yeah. <laughs> he, he wasn't on long, but he's got his soul that scene there. Gene Hackman. Oh. 94. Today. Man, bless his heart. 94. Oh, oh Hoosiers. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. There you oh, go. Oh, my goodness. I loved Hoosiers. Uh, me, too. 717. Coach Hed- Dale. Yeah, yeah Coach Dale. Seven, Leave seven- the ball, George. <laughs> Four passes. Four. <laughs> 717. Stephen, of the morning here on KNSS. It is sports time now with Ted Woodward. Ted. Yeah, here we go. Uh, the Super Bowl is 12 days away. Chiefs and the 49ers. For the second time in four years, the San Francisco 49ers will play the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Last time, Kansas City was a slight betting favorite and beat San Francisco. Now the Chiefs are the underdog. Super Bowl 58 less than two weeks away, the first big game in Las Vegas. For fans who plan to attend the game but have not yet scored tickets, usually the days immediately after the conference championship games, prices are their highest. Monday morning, the cheapest seat to Super Bowl 58 was over $11,000 with ticket fees on the secondary market. She was on stage with the Chiefs to celebrate their AFC title Sunday, but will pop star Taylor Swift be in Vegas to see her boyfriend, Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, play in the Super Bowl? She has a concert scheduled in Tokyo Saturday, but a swift 12-hour flight from Tokyo could get her to Las Vegas Saturday night Pacific time. Jared Max, Fox News. And they'll talk about it tonight. It's the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show. Hosted by the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, 6 o'clock this evening, and that is on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. So much to talk about. The Chiefs are now conference champions yet again and heading to the Super Bowl. Chiefs Kingdom Show, 6 o'clock tonight over on KFH. We have college men's basketball tonight, home games for Kansas State and Kansas. In Manhattan, we have Kansas State hosting 23rd-ranked Oklahoma. K-State is favored by three and a half points on home court. The Wildcats are 10 and 1. 
on home court this season. A-State right now tied for fourth place in the Big 12 Conference. Uh, this is the fifth most played rivalry in K-State basketball history, K-State-Oklahoma. 97 consecutive seasons. And yet, it might all be coming to an end because Oklahoma is leaving the Big 12 Conference after this season. And this will be the only meeting this season scheduled between these two. K-State will not be going back to Norman for a game this year. So there you go, K-State, Oklahoma State, 7 o'clock. Listen tonight over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. In Lawrence tonight, we have 8th-ranked Kansas hosting Oklahoma State. Jayhawks are favored by 16.5 points coming into this one. KU, just like K-State, is tied for 4th place in the Big 12 Conference. Jayhawks have beaten the Pokes 6 times in a row, and KU has won 15 straight games on home court. Jayhawks, Oklahoma State, 8 o'clock tip-off tonight in Lawrence. That'll be nationally televised on ESPN. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Washington Wizards, they haven't won many games this season, but they won last night against another bad team, two of the bottom three teams in the NBA. The Washington Wizards win in San Antonio, beat the Spurs 118-113. to Former Wichita State shocker Landry Shamit. Poor Landry is stuck on that bad Washington Wizards team. Landry last night did make a couple of three-pointers for six points, also had a couple of assists. The Wizards, for some reason, have won back-to-back games even though they're the second-worst team in the league. Back-to-back in the win column for the Wizards, and former Shocker Landry Shamit is helping out the cause. Speaking of Shocker basketball, it was 60 years ago on this day. Big game at the Roundhouse. Seventh-ranked Wichita hosting Cincinnati. Shocks were down by three points with 29 seconds to go. So who do you give the ball to? Dave the the Rave Stallworth. Nobody else. Shocks were down by three with 29 seconds to go, but Stallworth provided two baskets and a big steal in the final 30 seconds. The Shockers came back and beat Cincinnati 62-59 at the Roundhouse, giving the Shockers a nine-game winning streak. What was that? What was the year was that? 64. 64. Yep. 60 years ago on this day. Oh, yeah. Shockers with a big win at the Roundhouse against Cincinnati. Hey, sports is brought to you by a new sponsor. Wait a minute. I got to tell you, that night, my dad picked me up from the Country Acres swimming pool where I'd been at a party. He had Rick Weaver on his receiver, and I listened to that game on the radio. There you go. I'll never forget it. Be a dad. 60 (laughs) years ago tonight. All right, go ahead, Nice, nice. Hey, we have a new sponsor for sports. Welcome in the Farmer's Dog. All right. Yeah, from a healthier weight to more energy when you switch your dog's food to the Farmer's Dog, the effects can feel magical. No sorcery, just real food made for dogs. Hey, get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash no magic. Welcome on to sports, the Farmer's Farmer Dog. Dog. All right, 722 now. Keep it here for house call for health. Excessive smartphone usage might carry an unexpected side effect. That's coming up. Steve at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntyre, Shed Woodward, 7.30 on this Tuesday morning, 38 degrees. A Michigan man has been arrested and charged with making threats against elected officials on social media. 49-year-old Russell Warren of Prudenville, Michigan, was arrested Sunday, charged with threatening to kill President Biden, Vice President Harris, and other senior government officials. According to court records, Warren allegedly made the bulk of his threats on X, formerly Twitter. 
Warren's ex-account detailing plans to kill dozens of people in what he called Operation Vengeance, aimed at journalists, celebrities, former cabinet members of the Trump administration, and every 2024 presidential candidate. Investigators say Warren had a previous arrest in 2022 for assault with a deadly weapon. Sue Gosman, Fox News. The state of Kansas currently has a surplus of funds that many believe should be given back to the taxpayers. State Director of Americans for Prosperity, Elizabeth Patton, is critical of Governor Laura Kelly's plans for the surplus. And it's unfortunate because, you know, while she wants to grow and have a bloated budget, um, what I would rather see is this $3.5 billion go back to Kansas taxpayers. And we still have $1.6 billion in our rainy day fund. Elizabeth Patton was a guest Sunday night here on KNSS on the John Whitmer Show. Wichita Mayor Lily Wu tells KNSS News the city is focused on the homeless right now. Just last week, we were in Topeka specifically advocating uh, for a solution regarding homelessness. And so um, that happens to be our what we call the MAC or multi-agency center. And that's a one-stop shop uh, location to really help people. We Wu commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stephen Ted of the Morning Show on KNSS. A man posing as a delivery driver now charged with murder in Minnesota. 37-year-old Alonzo Mingo recently left his job as a UPS driver and has traded that uniform in for some prison clothes. He's charged with three counts of second-degree murder after allegedly entering a home dressed as a delivery driver and shooting two men and one woman in the head, killing them all. Video footage shows Mingo entering the home dressed in a UPS-style uniform and demanding money at gunpoint. Terrified children look on as he ordered the adults around the house and eventually killed them. Prosecutors are looking for the court to go above a maximum 40-year prison sentence per count as they say Mingo treated the victims with extreme cruelty, and it all happened while two young children are present. John Saucier, Fox News. A railroad is following through on a promise made after a toxic train derailment last year. Six major freight railroads were expected to join a federal program that allows workers to report safety concerns anonymously without fear of facing discipline. Now at least one is on board, Norfolk Southern, which is still cleaning up and addressing health concerns in East Palestine, Ohio, where a train hauling hazardous materials derailed one year ago this Saturday. Norfolk Southern engineers and conductors in three states will be part of a one-year pilot agreement with the Federal Railroad Administration. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg calling on other class one railroads to make good on promises to join. One trade group says there's concern workers could abuse the system by reporting issues at the federal level that a railroad already knows about. Lisa Brady, Fox News. And now the forecast is with the KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Slightly cooler air has made its way into south central Kansas. Still, though, we can expect some incredible weather for this time in late January. Sunny with a high 61 later on this afternoon. Clear tonight, Tarlow falls into the mid to upper 30s, then warming right back to 66 on Wednesday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now a clear sky, northwest wind at 10 miles per hour. 38 degrees at Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 7.34, Stephen, 10 in the morning on a Tuesday morning. And with us this morning, Century County Commission Chair Ryan Beatty. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Good to be with you. Yeah, here we are. What about those Chiefs? What do you think? Hey, how cool was that? I think that we'll all look back at some point and realize just how special this run has been. Mahomes and Kelsey and the defense. It really is pretty uh, pretty fun to watch. It really is. And, uh, and uh, 
Super Bowl two weeks from now. Are you going to go to the game? No, I got a job, and my job is not forgiving on my schedule. So uh, I will be here, and I've got four little kids, and somebody's got to stay here to get them to school. And no fun for me, but I will most certainly be watching, and, and we're all excited at my house. Tell the truth. You don't have the ten grand for a ticket. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Who does? Somebody does. All right, so uh, here we are. You, you're what, two, three, two, two sessions, three sessions now as the, as the chair? What do you think? Is it, a, is it a good job? Is it a fun job? You know, I really have enjoyed it so far. It's, you know, all five commissioners all have a job to do, and we all serve in, in similar capacities. The chair, for the most part, is aside from just running the meetings and uh, the Board of County Commission meetings and also doing you know, other speaking events and things of that sort, for the most part, it's business as usual. Um, you know, we've got big jobs to do. We've, there's some important initiatives that are on the table, and all five commissioners are, are, are setting at the table, shaping those outcomes. So I've enjoyed it so far, but uh, but, but we still got a lot of work to do. All right. Well, we don't have a, a meeting uh, tomorrow, as I understand it, because but uh, what are some of the things that we should be talking about today? The the big the big things that you're looking at right now, Ryan. Yeah, you're right. We don't have a meeting the last Wednesday of the month. That's customary. But we had a big week uh, previously and up through yesterday. There's been a lot of work done. Uh, we announced uh, last week that uh, there's been a site recommended, a final site recommended for the psychiatric hospital. Uh, that's at uh, Meridian and MacArthur. This is down south on um, uh, what's called the One Rise Campus. Uh, this is a big step forward in our entire behavioral health ecosystem. Uh, you know, we've had people that have sat in the Sedgwick County Jail for upwards of 18, 24 months waiting for uh, mental health evaluations at learning. Um, and, and it's simply because the inputs in the behavioral health system and our state psychiatric hospitals are just outweighing the resources that are available. So this is going to take off some pressure uh, at our Sedgwick County Jail. The thing it's going to do is there's going to be between 50 and 100 uh, acute treatment beds. These are people that uh, are under an acute crisis, need acute care, uh, involuntary uh, assignments uh, for a period of time to get them the help they need. This is going to take incredible pressure off other systems like Calm Care Crisis and, and Via Christie St. Joe. So this is a step in the right direction. Uh, project will begin hopefully by the end of the year and will be completed in 2026. You're talking about 50 beds, as I understand it, just, is that enough or is that just kind of the start? Uh, well, I'll give you my opinion. I don't think it is enough. Um, I think right now some of the challenges are funding, uh, ensuring that the, there's appropriate funding to do this right. And, and the second one is the workforce issue, is staffing 50 beds is going to take over 100 staff, uh, over 120 staff based on some of the numbers that I've seen. And, and that scales up the more beds you get. So I think it's no secret that we do have a staffing crisis uh, in, in medical, behavioral health, staffing crisis in our community and that's also why this biomed campus and finding the momentum there is also important these are all parts of a larger puzzle in the behavioral health ecosystem um, when you've got calm care crisis expansion the psychiatric hospital biomed campus um, all of these things are, are moving us in the right direction great opportunity uh let's talk about the site chosen for this of course i live in the riverside area and I've watched the old osteopathic hospital at Central and McLean and uh, some newer buildings there and some put, put to some use, but uh, kind of got bypassed on this in, in favor, I guess, of building something brand new. And, and you've got a, you're a little bit more out in the country down there, not right in the middle of, right in the middle of town, I guess. So 
I'm sure there are yeah. a lot of really good things about that site. There are. Uh, there's a lot of factors. I, I, you know, I think it's been publicly recognized that uh, the owner of that property has donated 11 acres. Uh, so that's obviously a, a big factor because that allows us to use the capital towards the oper- not just the, the uh, construction, but also some of the unique things that we can bring on that site. The other thing, too, is, is Riverside Hospital, although I do believe that something needs to happen there. I think it's too valuable of real estate to set idle for as long as it has. Uh, the challenge really is, is is what we're trying to build there and the needs of a psychiatric hospital. The, the current structure at the Riverside Hospital it just doesn't fit that line of sight concern. Uh, it is too big. And there are some credible conversations happening in the community now that there is movement at the Riverside Hospital for another uh, for another cause and another uh, construction project. So I, I do feel confident something's going to happen there relatively soon. It just was not the right fit, in my opinion, for the psychiatric hospital. All right. Anything else? What's going on? Are you going to take the day off now and play golf? Probably. Man, it's so nice out, right? Well, if you've seen my golf swing, you uh, <laughs> nobody wants me playing golf, especially if there's housing around. Yeah. I just brought my daughter off of school. Uh, I'm going to head over to the office. we got a day full of meetings and in Topeka all day yesterday, lobbying with some of our South Central delegation for some of the homeless efforts that we're working through in our community. I know Mayor Wu uh, had, had a conversation with you about that yesterday. Uh, she's terrific. She cares deeply about this issue. We're working together in partnership with our delegation uh, at the state legislature uh, to try to move some things forward. So all in all, I'm incredibly hopeful. I think we are moving in a, in a really uh, a good direction, but but there is a lot of work to be done still, and, and, and I'm all in for it. Is Topeka receptive to any of that, or just do you do you even know? <laughs> they are. Yeah, they are. I, I think what's happened is when I talk to my constituents in my district, uh, the two things that come up most are the, the conversations around rising property taxes and the conversation around homelessness. Wichita, in particular, is disproportionately bearing a burden of responsibility for the state because we do have some services here, albeit they're not adequate services yet. We, we need more work. What we're asking is the state to partner with us on the infrastructure piece of it, the shelter piece, congregate, non-congregate shelter, and then the operations will leave to uh, City of Wichita, nonprofit community, faith community. It's an all-in effort from all forms of government and all the nonprofits and all the organizations and and the entire community here in order to make progress in this homeless ecosystem. All right. And it, it, I like the idea of the, the one-stop uh a place where a homeless person can find everything they need right there uh, to, to get them on get them on the right track. Maybe give them a home someplace. I think it's a good idea. That, that's, yeah, that's the idea. Is you got the, the shelter pieces are conduits to, to housing. We've got to get people to healthier outcomes and and ultimately into permanent housing and, and having it in one shared location with all shared services and providers in one place is a step in that right direction. All right. Thank you for being with us, and uh, we'll check with you again uh, next Tuesday morning. Always always good to chat. You guys have a good week. Sedgwick County Commission Chair Ryan Beatty. Sounds like he's got a good handle on what's going on there, Ted. 741, Steve and Ted. Coming up, we got the Wichita Business Journal update. Good news about Wichita. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Apartment rents. That's on the way. Stephen Ted on KNSS. Steve's at 10 in the morning, KNSS 746 here on this Tuesday morning. And 38 degrees. Three big things. Three. Super Bowl ticket prices up to $9,800 and going higher. Two. Police have found the stolen truck that carried off the Jackie Robinson statue in North Wichita. One. Woman shot by police in West Wichita and allegedly shot and killed her 14-year-old son. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Traffic right now in Wichita, things looking, well, traffic is getting a little heavier out there. Starting to see some heavy traffic eastbound on K96 approaching I-235 and especially northbound on I-235 approaching I-135 and the road construction up there at the North Junction. Traffic very heavy and slow right now. Traffic on KNSS is brought to you by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Two locations now in downtown at Market and Waterman and 47th Street South and Broadway. In the former Kmart building, you can see it all at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. Sunny today with a high of 58 degrees. Mostly clear tonight, the overnight low 32. For Wednesday, sunny. Tomorrow's high, 63 degrees. Now a clear sky, northwest wind at 10 miles per hour. 38 degrees at Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Find the comfort of a hat. Express your personality. Go to Hatman Jacks and find your own style. See why people from around the nation make Hatman Jacks their destination. At the clock tower in Delano, Hatman Jacks. General Motors is now under federal investigation. Fox on Jack. General Motors' self-driving car unit, Cruise, is under investigation by the Justice Department and the SEC. Cruise revealing on Thursday that it is under investigation because of how it handled an October accident that left a pedestrian seriously injured. A driver hit a pedestrian and flung her into the path of a driverless Cruise vehicle. She was hit by the driverless vehicle and then dragged for 20 feet. According to a report from a law firm GM and Cruz hired, the extent of that dragging wasn't fully shared with regulators or the media. 
the report calling the company's response a, quote, failure of leadership. GM provided this statement to Fox Business, saying its actions, quote, fell far short of the justifiable expectations of regulators and the public, going on to say, we remain committed to Cruz's vision and know this transformative technology will ultimately save lives. With Fox on Tech, I'm Madison Allworth, Fox News. Wall Street traders anticipated big tech earnings Monday. The major averages kicking off the week in the green with the Dow and S&P 500 notching all-time highs. This week, investors are awaiting a barrage of earnings reports. Tech stocks were among the gainers today while energy lagged. And shares of Amazon rose 1% after the e-commerce giant called off its purchase of iRobot, blaming it on regulatory hurdles. Now that the deal has been nixed, the maker of the Roomba vacuum also announced the departure of its CEO and said it would lay off over 30 30% of its staff. The Dow winners, Microsoft, Salesforce, and Visa. The Dow decliners, Home Depot, Chevron, and American Express. The Dow up 224 points. The NASDAQ up 173. S&P 500 up 37. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Apartment rents have seen a big cool down in some places throughout the country. Not Wichita. Though, getting a rental here is still more affordable than other peer metros across the U.S. Last month, according to Rent.com, city of Wichita had the 13th largest yearly effective rent increase, nearly 4% in the nation. However, Wichita's median rent of about $872 a month is still the least expensive among the top 100 U.S. cities analyzed. Tulsa coming in second place. More than $100 more a month, $975. And you've got other cities in the area, Omaha, Oklahoma City, Kansas City, noticeably higher rents per month. Omaha at nearly 1200 bucks, Oklahoma City $1,000, Kansas City nearly 1300 bucks a month for rent. Earlier this month, Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers reaffirmed its goal of hitting the 800 location mark by 2026. It's now announced multiple multi-unit development agreements that could help it get there. Monday, the Wichita-based fast casual chain said it recently inked deals with several franchisees to bring more than 30 new restaurants online across New Mexico, Texas, Idaho, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Missouri, Arizona, Oregon, and Utah. A Wichita-based startup raised more than $23 million last week in a Series B funding round. New York-based venture capital and private equity firm Insight Partners led the investment into technology-based WeVix, which produces a smartphone-type communication system for on-the-ground industry workers. The company says the funding will allow it to expand its product line into new industries as well as hire 150 new employees this year. It's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Well, Ted, uh, Shelly and I... Uh, uh... Had a couple of bowls of our potato soup last night. I was nice. talking about this yesterday, and, and uh, I helped her make the soup, which I never have before. I'll, I got to cut up some vegetables and some potatoes, but it came out really good. Good. And uh, warmed up. We left it in the refrigerator overnight, mm. and last night we had it for mm. had it for supper. I had uh, three bowls myself. I don't like to put crackers in soup like that. Uh, do you put crackers I'm in? Not in potato soup. Not in potato soup. I want a more broth, yeah. brothy soup Brothy-y. for crackers. All right. So anyway, that's... Uh, that was the excitement of my house yesterday. Well, that's pretty good. Potato soup. Right, that's not that's not a bad deal. How about a walk yesterday afternoon about uh, 2 o'clock, 2.15? Yeah, I took a walk at about that same time. Wow. Beautiful day. Man. Warmest day we've had in two and a half months. Yeah. 
Now, some people think that spring is here. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's not here yet, you know. Nope. Don't 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 get your hopes up. It's like we're going to have a couple of days here in the next month or two months that are going to be kind of frosty. I'll bet you. That's just a, a voice of experience there. National plan for vacation day reminds us to plan a vacation at the start of the year for the for the rest of the year. Early bird gets to pack their bags and fly away to a, a little fun and relaxation. So, Ted, have you been dreaming of taking a, a vacation? Well, a friend of mine is, has a proposed vacation for me coming up, so I'm, I'm already thinking about it. Is it one of your travel to the ballpark? I think it kind of is. That's what you like to do. Did you used to do that? Did you used to do that with your dad? Did Pat like to do that, or was the... oh, we took a we took a Pittsburgh Pirates trip a couple years in a row? Yeah. Well, that was special because me and some buddies did a baseball trip annually for about 15 years. Yeah. All right. Well, I haven't even been thinking of anything. Uh, so I better think of something. Um, my well, wife... The Royals are playing in Dodger Stadium this year, so I think we're looking possibly at going out to L.A. There you go. Get you a Dodger dog? Get me an expensive Dodger dog. <laughs> How much are they? Well, when I was there 15 years ago, it was 9 bucks. So it's I'm, I'm, it's probably at least doubled by now. Yeah. It was tasty, but I was like, man, nine was... bucks for a hot dog. Woo. Well, you're in L.A. All right. Well, National Plan Your Vacation Day. Okay. 7.54, Stephen Ted. Hey, coming up, the 8 o'clock hour with Stephen Ted. Always something special. We got something delightful for you this morning. We'll bring you the news, of course, the latest on the a Wichita teen allegedly shot and killed by his mother, who then was shot by police. Ted has sports on the way, Ted. Right? Yeah, the uh, Chiefs Kingdom show is tonight, so we'll be talking to the Chiefs. Of course, we're 12 days out from the Super Bowl, so we'll preview that a little bit coming up in sports. Plus, entertainment news, the blur is coming up, too. Yeah, we got a lot of strong uh, info and actors and folks that will show up in the blur. That'll be at 835 this morning. Plus, traffic and weather in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted. On 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Progress is being made in the case of a stolen statue of Jackie Robinson from McAdams Park in northeast Wichita. Police announced Monday that they had found the truck they believe was used to remove the statue and then drive off with it. While the statue was not, uh, has not yet been recovered, a $5,000 reward is being offered for the statue's return. A $2,500 reward award is being offered for information leading to its recovery. All right, so uh, developing in the news this morning, it looks like they've got the pickup truck that was used to uh, take the statue off up there at McAdams Park in North Wichita. I would think they've got some, I would have some pretty good clues for them. The investigation progresses, yeah. Uh, unless these, if these guys are the normal klutzes, they probably left... All kinds of clues, in the, like fingerprints and hair and all kinds of things. Although it looks like a pretty dirty truck. I think they can find him. And I think the thing like that is you got, what, two? Did show, the video showed, what, two or three guys involved, maybe? I didn't get to watch all of it. A couple of three. had to be a couple of three guys. Those yeah, it's guys, a massive are, statue. Those are the kind of people that they're not going to be quiet about it. 
They're going to brag about it someplace. Somebody already that's knows. The old, that's the thing about crime. Somebody usually talks. Yeah. Somebody knows something. Get that Crime Stoppers, 1200 bucks. Wow. Well, it's gonna, we're going to solve that one. That's coming up. 8.14 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And a House committee is marking up articles of impeachment against Secretary Mayorkas over uh, the border issues. Fox News Radio is uh, Ryan Schmelz with us this morning. Good morning, Ryan. Hey, good morning, Steve. So what What did the impeachable offense? Now, this, this is the head of the uh, uh, TSA? Uh, Homeland Security. Homeland Security, I beg so your the pardon. Person who is, the person who is directly involved with dealing with protecting the southern border. And these two articles of impeachment allege that he has not followed the law, that he has broken the law, uh, and that he has been misleading the public by saying that the border is secure before Congress multiple times over. Stop misleading the Congress. Well, uh, so what are the chances that he will actually be impeached? This uh, Congress is evenly divided, as always, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it, there's still a good chance it happens in the House. We're expecting today to not really have too much fanfare in terms of getting it out of committee. I think it'll be a very contentious hearing that'll go very long. But I think when we're looking at some other aspects here, when it gets before the full House, uh, there are some Republicans who have said that they're going to wait and see and watch and see what happens. And they're going to make their own decision when that time's appropriate. And why that's significant is because, you know, these margins are so slim for Republicans that all it takes is just a few of them to really sink any legislation they put forward if they don't have any Democrat support. Okay. Then you're talking about the House. If it ever gets... If it ever gets to the Senate, do you need a two-thirds majority? What do you need there uh, for? They, they, they're going to have a long way to go to pass anything in the Senate. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, it's, 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 it's a very slim chance that goes that way. All right. So, it, you know, you could be very cynical and say, well, so what's this all about? Politics? Yeah. Well, you know? I, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what Democrats accuse Republicans of doing is playing politics. Certainly, that's definitely an aspect here. But I think one of the big ones that we're watching for is, you know, what evidence are they going to have? Or they already have have had multiple hearings. They provide the evidence. But, you know, is that evidence going to maybe sway the American people or put some information out there that could, you know, sway opinions? So I, I think there's a lot of different ways to look at this. Right. And and I don't think there's any doubt in anybody's mind. We've got a big problem down there. A big problem. Oh, yeah, certainly. <laughs> yeah. And that's one of the things Democrats have been arguing is that, well, Secretary Marcus has been, you know, meeting with with Republicans and Democrats in the Senate to try to negotiate a border deal. He has spoken to or he, he has asked Congress for 14 billion dollars in additional funding. Uh, and he's also asked for immigration reform and Republicans are the ones who aren't acting. So there certainly are a lot of different arguments that are being made. All right. Well, listen, thanks. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate it, Ryan. Fox News Radio's Ryan Schmelz with us this morning talking about articles of impeachment against uh, Secretary Mayorkas, the uh, Homeland Security Secretary. 817, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And, uh, uh, well, let's go ahead and take a look at sports this morning with Ted Woodward. Ted, take it away. Well, we are 12 days away from the Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Of course, you'll hear that game right here on KNSS in 12 days. Chiefs do have some injury concerns. The Kansas City Chiefs will be missing an important part of their defense for Super Bowl 58 as defensive end Charles Amenehu suffered a torn ACL on Sunday's AFC Championship win over the Baltimore Ravens. The injury will deprive Amenehu of a chance to square off against the San Francisco 49ers for whom he played the 2021 and 2022 seasons before he joined the Chiefs. Though he missed the first six games of the season due to an NFL suspension, Amenehu had a career-high seven sacks and a strip sack of Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson in Sunday's game before he suffered his injury. 
It's another key blow to Kansas City's defensive line as they played the AFC title game without starting defensive tackle Derek Noddy, who will also miss the Super Bowl after being placed on injured reserve. Before Sunday's AFC Championship, a pregame exchange between Ravens kicker Justin Tucker and Chiefs star Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey went viral. Mahomes and Kelsey appeared to take issue with Tucker warming up on the same side of the field as the Chiefs. However, Tucker downplayed the incident after the game. He called it gamesmanship and all in good fun. Video of the exchange showed Mahomes repeatedly kicking Tucker's ball holder out of his way and Kelsey tossing Tucker's helmet aside. Said Justin Tucker, I'm totally willing to let it all go, but I just wanted to explain that that's just what I've done for 12 years and it's not like I'm out there trying to be problematic. I'm Jared Max. Get more on the Fox Sports app and foxsports.com. And uh, speaking of the Super Bowl, it, and the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom show is tonight, hosted by the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtus, 6 o'clock this evening, and that's on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. I guess there'll be a few things to talk about on the Chiefs oh, Kingdom show tonight. I hope so, yeah. Chiefs are conference champions, getting ready for the Super Bowl. A lot of good stuff. Don't want to miss that. Chiefs Kingdom show, 6 o'clock tonight over on KFH. All right, we have college men's basketball tonight. Home games for Kansas State and Kansas. We'll start out in Manhattan. Kansas State hosting 23rd-ranked Oklahoma. Both teams had a rough week last week with back-to-back losses. This will be the only meeting this season between the Wildcats and the Sooners. In fact, it's the last regular season matchup between the two that we know of. Of course, Oklahoma is leaving the Big 12 Conference. Uh, this is the fifth most played rivalry in K-State basketball history. They've played for 97 straight years. Probably is going to be coming to an end. Uh, yeah. K-State is tied for fourth place right now in the Big 12 Conference. 10-1 and one on home court. K-State is a three-and-a-half-point favorite on home court in Manhattan. 7 o'clock tonight. You listen live on your home for K-State basketball. 97.5 and 1240 KFH. In Lawrence tonight, you've got 8th-ranked Kansas hosting Oklahoma State. That'll tip off at 8 o'clock tonight, nationally televised on ESPN. KU with a 15-game home court winning streak. And KU, like K-State, is also tied for fourth place in the Big 12 Conference right now. KU a 16.5-point favorite against the Cowboys tonight in Lawrence. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Houston Rockets win at home. They beat the Los Angeles Lakers 135-119. to Starting at guard for the Rockets, former Wichita State Shocker Fred Van Vliet. 14 assists last night in that win for Houston over the Lakers. Fred is sixth in the NBA this season, averaging 8.5 assists per game, and he got 14 more last night. The Rockets have won two of their last three. They're only one game behind for a playoff spot. Big birthday today to a Kansas great, Nolan Cromwell, KU football legend. He is 69 years old today. Born in Smith Center, Kansas. Played at Logan High School and Ransom High School. Then he went on to his college career at KU. He was on defense his first two years for the Jayhawks. And then his junior and senior seasons, he was a record-setting quarterback. Drafted into the NFL as a defender by the Los Angeles Rams in the second round. Pretty good second-round pick. He played his entire pro career with the Rams. He was a four-straight Pro Bowl player in the early 1980s. In fact, he was not only a Pro Bowl player, he was one of the best. Football Digest named him Defensive Back of the Year in the NFL four straight years. Seems like when he was playing quarterback at KU, he was kind of in the Bobby Douglas mode of he ran the ball quite Mm -hmm. a bit. Great athlete. He was a track man, oh, yeah. Great athlete. He could go. I think when he was in high school, uh, Ransom won the state title in basketball, too. 
Doesn't doubt it. He's in the Kansas Sports Hall of Fame. He was named to the 1980s All-Decade Team in the National Football League. When he retired, he was the all-time leader for the Los Angeles Rams in interception return yards. Just a that? great player. Yeah. Nolan Cromwell. He, it's his birthday. He is 69 years old today. And a note uh, for me, this is uh, 29 years ago today was my first day at work here at KNSS Radio. What do you think of it? Were you excited? Oh, you I was tremendously nervous? excited. Nervous? I'd never had a full-time job. <laughs> well, that's I good. couldn't get anyone to hire me full-time until KNSS. Well, and now I've been here for 29, 29 years. 29 years of full-time work. You can't beat that. Woo! <laughs> yeah, so uh, thanks to all the listeners out there that have stuck with me and not turned the channel when my voice comes on the air. Well, congratulations. Thank you so much. That's Sports with Stephen Ted. Uh, 8.22 now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Declaring war on our troops in the Middle East. That's all the way with Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 8.30 on this Tuesday morning and 37 degrees. A nationwide trucker convoy heads to the southern border. In protest of the record number of migrants illegally crossing into the U.S. from Mexico. The Take Our Border Back convoy, including hundreds of thousands of big trucks, spanning from Virginia Beach to Eagle Pass, Texas, with stops and rallies across the South, including border states. All organizers say to shed light on a migrant invasion, the dangers of an open border, and demands that all laws of the Constitution be upheld. Texas Republican Rep. Beth Van Dyne to the truckers. Bring those beautiful, huge semis, those 18-wheeler bad boys, down here to protect our border. The peaceful border convoy amid a standoff between the Biden administration and Texas over the state's efforts to limit migrants from entering illegally. Jeff Manasso. Fox News. A Sedgwick County Sheriff Supervisor has been arrested on multiple misdemeanor charges. Lieutenant Richard Goodson was arrested by Mays Police, suspected of DUI. He has been relieved of duty pending the outcome of an internal investigation. Republican lawmakers are working to overturn a veto from Kansas Governor Laura Kelly on a flat tax bill. State Director of Americans for Prosperity, Elizabeth Patton, questions why the governor would deny taxpayers a tax cut. Every Kansan does not get a tax cut under her plan. Uh, and, and why she would be, when everybody supports this from a bipartisan perspective, why she would dig in on this and deny Kansans a tax break is just beyond me. And it just shows me how out of touch she is on, on what this state really needs. Governor Kelly says the proposed flat tax favors the wealthy. Elizabeth Patton was a guest Sunday night on the John Whitmer Show here on KNSS. Four people are dead, including a a suspected uh, uh, Florida police say shot and injured two officers. Palm Bay Police Chief Mariano Agello says officers were responding to a domestic disturbance at a home when 24-year-old Brandon Kappas opened fire, killing his grandfather and injuring two officers. Noting Kappas, who was killed by police on scene, had multiple rifles and handguns in a car. Unknown what his intentions were, to show up at his family's residence with this arsenal of weapons in the vehicle. 
later finding a retired priest and his sister fatally shot at another residence after tracking the registration of the vehicle Capus used. Explaining they're working to identify a motive, noting one injured officer is being released from the hospital and another will be soon after a successful surgery. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. The outgoing head of the National Rifle Association continues his testimony at his civil fraud trial. NRA CEO Wayne LaPierre acknowledged Monday to wrongly expensing private flights for his family and accepting vacations from vendors doing business with the nonprofit without disclosing them. A Manhattan jury will decide if the outgoing NRA chief executive violated rules governing charities and nonprofits. The New York Attorney General sued the 74-year-old CEO and three co-defendants in 2020, claiming widespread misspending and self-enrichment. LaPierre's last day is Wednesday, after decades in charge of the influential gun rights group. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. U.S. airlines are adding flights to their schedule for this year's Super Bowl with a special twist. Major airlines are getting in gear to shuttle passengers to and from Las Vegas, the site of this year's Super Bowl, featuring the Kansas City Chiefs and San Francisco 49ers. The carriers are adding flights from the team's respective cities and other major hubs. In addition, some airlines are announcing flight numbers that offer a nod to Taylor Swift, who is dating Kansas City tight end Travis Kelsey. United tells Fox Business Flight 2287 is a no to the favorite Chiefs power couple. The number is a combination of Kelsey's jersey number and one of Swift. With songs. Also, American Airlines is adding two trips, Flight 1989, a nod to one of Swift's albums, and Flight 87, the number on Kelsey's jersey, according to Fox Sports. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Slightly cooler air has made its way into south-central Kansas. Still, though, we can expect some incredible weather for this time in late January. Sunny with a high 61 later on this afternoon. Clear tonight, Tarlow falls down to the mid to upper 30s, then warming right back to 66 on Wednesday. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. A clear sky, 37 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Stephen, 10 in the morning, 8.50 here on KNSS. Three big things. Three. Super Bowl ticket prices up to $9,800. Police have found the stolen truck that carried off the Jackie Robinson statue in North Wichita. One. Woman shot by police in West Wichita had allegedly shot and killed her 14-year-old son. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. The last several days, the high end of the gasoline prices has been right around $279 a gallon. Looks like a lot of stations are gravitating towards that. That is easily the most common price we're seeing out there this morning. Two seventy nine a gallon for gasoline here in the Wichita area. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny today with a high of 58 degrees. Mostly clear tonight. The overnight low 32. For Wednesday, sunny. Tomorrow's high 63 degrees. Now a clear sky. Northwest wind at 9 miles per hour and 37 degrees at Wichita's Severe Weather Station 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Asian shares are mixed this morning. Hong Kong and Shanghai declining ahead of a decision by the Federal Reserve this week on interest rates. The Dow closed up 224 points Monday. NASDAQ up 173. S&P up 37. Trading underway on Wall Street this morning and the Dow is down by 10 points. S&P down just a fraction and the NASDAQ is off 15 points. And a look at local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. 
Earlier this month, Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers reaffirming its goal of hitting 800 locations by the year 2026. Now announcing multiple multi-unit development agreements could help it get there. Yesterday, the Wichita-based fast casual chain said it recently inked deals with several franchisees to bring more than 30 new restaurants online across several states, including in our area, Missouri, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Texas, New Mexico, and even looking out west into Idaho, Arizona, Oregon, and Utah. A Wichita-based startup raised more than $23 million last week in a Series B funding round. New York-based venture capital and private equity firm Insight Partners and the investment into technology-based Wevix, which produces a smartphone-type communication system for on-the-ground industry workers. The uh, company says the funding will allow it to expand its product line into new business and new industries, as well as hire 150 new employees this year. Apartment rents have seen a big cool-down in some places around the country, but not in Wichita. Though, getting a rental here remains more affordable than other peer metros across the U.S. Last month, according to Rent.com, the city had the 13th largest yearly effective rent increase, nearly 4% in the country. However, Wichita's median effective rent of $872 a month, still the least expensive by far of the top U.S. cities analyzed. Tulsa coming in second, more than $100 more, $975 rent a month. And then you look up at other cities in our area, Kansas City, Omaha, Oklahoma City, also with notably higher rents. Rent in Oklahoma City, about 1000 a month. Omaha, 1200 bucks a month. Kansas City, 1300 bucks a month for rent. That's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Stephen Ted in the morning. Today is uh, January 30th, and this is the date 29 years ago that Ted went to work at KNSS. It's also the date back in 1969 when the Beatles staged an impromptu concert atop Apple headquarters in London. That would be their last public performance. So there you go. A big day in history there, Ted. 29, 29 years. 29 years here at KNSS for me. Yeah. Well, who uh, who hired you? Who was the, the manager, program uh, director? Tim Link was the general manager. Tim was, the Tim was a manager. Station, yes. yep. He hired me to later. But uh, Jeff Vaughn was, Jeff the, Vaughn was, here. was yeah. the uh, program director at the time. And Tom Bubert was the guy that was kind of working the news desk at that time, and he kind of showed me the ropes about what to do. Here's, here's Richard what, McKay was the morning host, oh, the late Richard McKay at R- the time. Richard McKay. Hosting the morning show. Whom I worked with uh, at KXLK back in the 1890s, uh, Richard McKay. Yeah, then he went on to Salina. Yeah. And had he did a show similar to this in Salina for, for several mm-hmm. years, and now uh, he's passed away. Yeah, yeah. So you've known and worked with some, some good people. Sure have. Years. Done a good job, and we'll keep you for another 29. How's oh, that? thanks. Coming up, we got the Glenn Beck program. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Glenn Beck on KNSS. Uh, Biden's response to enemies in the Middle East. They're going to talk about that. Top of the hour news this morning. President Biden and Congress are haggling over the border policy. Have you missed any of today's show? Just want to listen again. Go on the Odyssey app. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Last Show. News updates all day. Stephen Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330. KNSS Wichita. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.